Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. So, no doubt, there were lots of folks, to the extent that people read my blogs, lots of folks sounds a little bit perhaps uh, narcissistic. I've been accused of being a bit narcissistic, but saying lots of folks may have read my blog or been surprised that I selected Andrew Cuomo as the Pain to Power Person of the Week. You know, it relies on lots of people reading the blog. Who knows? You just don't know how many people are reading your blog, but I did. Uh, Every week, I select a different person as the Pain to Power Person of the Week, and usually it's because they exemplify qualities of pain to power. Uh, Tapping into your pain in order to become more powerful, repurposing your pain in order to show your grit uh, or feeling your pain in order to uh, empathize with others or uncovering the tough chapters in your life, the painful chapters, so that you understand the ingredients that led to them and can avoid them in the future. These are all pain to power pathways. So why would I pick Andrew Cuomo, who most everyone on the planet now knows uh, was uh, forced to resign the governorship, effective the 24th of this month, August? Uh, Why would I choose him as the pain to power person of the week? After all, uh, our politics aren't similar. Uh, Anybody who knows me from my work at Fox News or, well, those blogs again, knows that Andrew Cuomo isn't my my cup of tea politically. Uh, You also know that he was forced to leave office under a cloud of suspicion because multiple women came forward and said that he was uh, sexually harassing them. One said that he touched her in a way that could lead to misdemeanor criminal charges, uh, that he assaulted her by touching her uh, in a way that could lead to misdemeanor criminal charges. Uh, He was known as a bully during these years that he has held office for, for at least now two terms as governor or two or three terms. Uh, He really didn't cultivate a tremendous amount of camaraderie. The mayor of New York uh, was a tremendous adversary of his. Uh, many people in the state house adversaries. Yeah, look, something of an arrogant guy, tough, tough to deal with, unsparing, uh, seemingly very consumed with accumulating influence and want to be perhaps president of the United States. And it looked like that might be something that he had the chance to pursue in a major way because he had become the darling of liberals, of the Democratic Party during the COVID epidemic, the way that he handled it. Although, again, part of the shroud of uh, charges that he left under, left the governorship under, includes that he, you know, Other than the fact that people liked his performance on TV, it seems as though the way he handled 
placing the elderly who were infected with COVID back in their nursing homes, rather than having them go on to this ship that President Trump had sent, Hope, uh, to New York Harbor, the U.S. Navy's ship uh, that's a hospital ship, rather than do that, and perhaps because he didn't want to make the president look good, he sent these individuals back to the nursing home with where, of course, others seem to have gotten infected and died. So, look, people really are holding this guy in tremendous disdain, or they have tremendous disdain for this guy, is probably the correct English. Why would I make him pain to power person of the week? Well, for one thing, as a way of encouraging him to look at the world through that lens, the pain to power lens, and reminding anybody who has been following along at pain to power that this is no joke, that this pertains to everyone. I really mean it. Even Andrew Cuomo, who some might say, well, wait, you, you would probably not like this fellow very much. I don't know him personally. Uh, even Andrew Cuomo should know that this is a moment not to grieve ceaselessly, and he doesn't seem like a guy who's prone to do that. Perhaps he doesn't need me to tell him anything about pain to power. But uh, it's not a moment to shrink from the culture. It's not a moment for endless recrimination. It's a, a moment for certainly self-reflection. And it's also a moment to say, look, with all this pain that I'm experiencing, with all of this pain, I want to turn it into power. I want to figure out a way that this obstacle, as the Stoics say, the obstacle is the way. I am confronting tremendous hurdles. That is my path. And I want to display tremendous grace under pressure. And I want to display the fact that I'm an alchemist of the soul. I take energy of one kind and I turn it into another kind. I take negative energy and turn it to the good. What could that mean for Andrew Cuomo? Well, I don't know, but it could mean a lot of things. You know, once you have notoriety and once you're a household word, even if many of the feelings about you are negative, there's still a lot of energy there there's a lot of raw material that you can shape in a particular way if you are inclined to. If you're feeling not like just disappearing from the scene, but making good of your life. There's no reason that there can't be. If Andrew Cuomo wants to reclaim his standing, or if he simply wants to claim, perhaps for the first time, his greatest strength, as a person, he's got to say, the governorship didn't define me or my potential contributions. That was one road that I took. And as he said in his speech, his speech leaving office, he did make mistakes, he said. Now, others might say, you didn't just make mistakes, you committed crimes. Hey, let's let uh, courts, if there are any involved in this, adjudicate that. Let's let the press play with it. Here at Pain to Power, we don't have to get into that. All I can say is 
were Andrew Cuomo in my office, I would say, look, you better get busy. What are you going to do next? Insight for sure. Let's figure out how did this happen? What life experiences did you have that may have led you to miscalculate? Whether you were miscalculating in terms of the uh, level of antipathy toward you from various quarters, or you were miscalculating as to where boundaries should be respected, or if you took it to the extreme, if you were so without empathy that you were willingly, knowingly crossing boundaries because you just didn't care. Where did that come from? Let's figure you out what you lived through as a kid, as a young man, as an adolescent, as a young adult, as a teen. Let's figure all of that out. Who are you? That's tremendously important. But secondly, where are you going to go now? You know, people aren't going to hold Andrew Cuomo in terrible disrepute if at the end of the day there's a a Cuomo Center for Cancer Cures. If he were to take all, and this is what I'm getting at, the pain to power pathway. If Andrew Cuomo were to take all of his notoriety and say, look, I do need to rebalance the scales. I want them to be in my favor uh, at the end of the day. There's no reason that Andrew Cuomo, with his influence and his family's name, which is still substantial, believe me, people are not going to run in the other direction from this guy forever. If Andrew Cuomo were to start the Cuomo Center for Cancer Cures and make headway toward a cure for cancer, then all of this pain, and we won't, we won't say that anyone would have volunteered it, but even the pain of those who feel as if he violated their personal space or their autonomy, uh, or literally, you know, the woman who accused him of assault, uh, all of the pain, including his own, including the pain of sitting down with his daughters, which he had to do, and I don't know the content of the discussions that they had, but it can't be easy. It is not easy to sit down with your kids and say, as I've had to do, hey, the headlines don't have it right. Or he may have sat down with his family and said the headlines have some things right. Whatever it is, it's tremendously excruciating. It's difficult stuff. And whatever all of that pain amounted to, it would be tremendously unfortunate if it wasn't turned into by this alchemy that I'm talking about, power. Now, why am I talking about Andrew Cuomo so much? Uh, Why did I make him pain to power person of the week? Is it really just about Andrew Cuomo? Well, no, it's not. It's about all of us. That's my point. And that's why I made him pain to power person of the week, because I did want to surprise people a bit. And say, it's not just those folks who have manifested already on the face of the planet. Uh, their capacity to turn adversity into good things. To, to be on the battlefield of life and though bloodied to distinguish themselves. It's not just that. It's also that pain to power is for those people, of course, who are in the midst of that decision. 
It is an existential decision. What should I do? My life has been changed. Things are not as they were. Hurdles have been presented to me. Detours. Headlines. Right? The Scarlet Letter. Think of Hester Prynne in The Scarlet Letter. Nathaniel Hawthorne's amazing book in which she is wearing that scarlet A of adulteress. She's committed adultery. And she takes her pain and turns it to power because she becomes tremendously empathetic. She becomes able to intuit the suffering of others. She becomes a healer because she has admitted her shortcomings. She's wearing them literally not on her sleeve, but I think on her the chest of her dress, the front of her dress. Andrew Cuomo has that choice to make now. How are you going to use you know, spiritual alchemy to create power out of pain? But so does every single one of us. You know, if you lose someone you love, you have a choice. Endless grief, losing yourself in sadness, or honoring that person's memory, outperforming in ways that you say, you know what? I'm doing this partly in memory of and out of respect for the lost person I love and loved in my life. Isn't that a nicer outcome than dying with the person? How about if for every person who died, for whom someone loved that individual, if the person left here on this planet decided, I'm going to live more. I'm going to devote myself to the lives of others out of respect for and in memory of the person I've lost. That would be like strapping a, a, a twin turbo engine to humanity. That's what pain to power is all about. And so that's why in order to dramatize that and because I mean it, I made Andrew Cuomo the pain to power person of the week. And if Andrew Cuomo were to call me, by the way, politics aside, because they would be placed aside, I would collaborate with him on what kind of trajectory in the future could allow him at the end of the day, at the end of his days, to say that he never would have never in a million years would have elected for things to unfold in which in the ways in which they did but that with honesty and clear vision that he could say it it then fueled me to take a path that was even more powerful in life that's how mysterious life is and these things by the way they're not random. These things are coded for, I believe. I don't know where in some grand book of life that's maintained by God in the vast array of variables that comprise the software system of our universe and, and embrace every one of our lives, every day of our lives. I don't know where. But for some reason, Andrew Cuomo is vacating the governor's office under a shroud. 
And it is left to Andrew Cuomo to say, how do I take this and build upon it for the better and not just for myself, but for others? And if he can do that, he's going to be an amazing example to others. So, it's not just Andrew, it's all of us. But for this week, Andrew Cuomo is the pain to power person of the week. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.